0: Hey gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. i'm gonna take a wild guess and predict that a lot of people right now are feeling overwhelmed frustrated confused annoyed agitated um all kinds of things but i would assume the culmination of our entire experience right now. And sometimes in general, aside from what we've got going on right now, overwhelm is one of the leading reasons why clients come into my office. Overwhelm is something that I deal with personally. Um, We all at some point kind of get overloaded to the point where it feels like it's a lot to deal with, it like it's too much to deal with. And so today, I wanted to do an episode about how to handle those times when we feel overwhelmed, so that we have a, you know, a guide to help us um, be able to pull through and manage to get to the other side of it. So I was talking to—I don't know if I was talking to a friend or a colleague about, you know, being overwhelmed. And in the sentence that they said, oh, you know what? It must have been on a podcast interview. I think that someone said that they stop, right? And so stopping is great. But then all of this whole, I don't know, acronym came to mind of stopping. And so S, right? The S is for slowing down. The S in stop is for slowing down. And the funny thing is that my partner reminds me of this on a daily basis. He's like, slow down, breathe, take some time for yourself, you know, go within. And I'm so grateful to have him to be able to be the person to remind me because oftentimes I'm the one reminding other people (laughs) um, to slow down and take their time. So, you know, we, we teach what we most need to learn and I am no... Not exempt from that, like I'm no exception to that rule. So, slowing down, whether that's physically slowing down, where that's mentally slowing down, or a combination of both, is key to being able to manage those times where you feel overwhelmed. T, think about what you're thinking, right? We would that would probably be called meta thinking, I guess, right? Thinking about what you are thinking in your mind, can you pinpoint. A common theme or a thought that is reoccurring for you. Because the more you can become an observer in your life, the better able you are to um, influence your life and to change the things that you're thinking and alter the way that you see the world and you see yourself to have a different experience. So the more that you can cultivate your self-awareness, it's going to work in your favor. So think about what you're thinking. Are there... Thoughts that trigger for you to feel more overwhelmed. Are there situations and experiences that do that for you? When you're on social media, are you breathing differently? What is your body's position and things like that? When you go to meet a group of friends, how is that different for you? If you have to get on a Zoom call, there's a lot more virtual meetings. Um, what is it that you're thinking about? What are the hesitations? What gets in the way of you being able to do, you know, what you want and need to at a time? So think about what you're thinking, and that's why you have to slow down because we have. Over, I'm sure it's over 70 to 80,000 thoughts in a day. A lot of those thoughts are questions, questions that we don't have the answers to, and sometimes questions that we'll never get the answers to. And so when we're able to slow down, we can pinpoint patterns and themes, right? We're not going to be able to pinpoint. 70 to 80,000 thoughts, each one of them or anything like that. But there's common patterns and themes that we can see happening. And the more we understand that, the better able we are to come up with a plan to alter and experiment with that to see if something else happens. The O in stop is to organize and optimize. So you want to organize your thoughts and put them into different buckets. When you talk to your mom, do you feel overwhelmed by that communication? You know what I mean? What it goes into that bucket of thoughts. What are you thinking about when you're talking to mom? When you are playing with your dog, what thoughts go into that bucket? if you're experiencing joy and carefree, um, carefreeness, is that a word? I don't even know. Um, being carefree, what does that look like so that you can generate more of that in your life? So you want to organize the thoughts that you see yourself thinking, if that makes any sense. And then you want to optimize um, by being able to recreate the stuff that you want more of. So when you when you recognize what your thoughts are, generating as far as your experience goes, Louise Hay says that our thoughts are like a boomerang and we throw our thought out into the universe and it comes back to us in the form of our experience. And, you know, whether you're religious or spiritual or neither, um, Every, you know, every text, everybody is pretty much saying the same thing in a different way. You know, most religions are saying that thing in, in one way. Most spiritual people are saying that in another way. Um, even if you're not spiritual or religious, there's some language or idea for that, that what we think about, how we perceive the world and our experiences shapes our way of being in the world and how we go about you know, our day-to-day lives. So make sure that you organize and optimize after you um, become aware of what you're thinking about what you're thinking. And the last letter P is for plan of action. So coming up with a plan of action to help you to feel either okay with the place that you're in because sometimes you can't necessarily just change your situation so sometimes you have to be able to sit in whatever you're experiencing sit in grief sit in um you know despair hopelessness sit in joy sit in excitement sometimes we want to take ourselves out of excitement quickly because we're not used to it or whatever and so coming up with your plan of action is just figuring out okay what can I do for myself in this moment to be kind to myself, to be compassionate to myself in a way that supports me getting through this? And so it's not about pushing yourself um, or or um, jarring yourself out of this position. Yeah, it would be nice to feel good all the time, but guess what? Emotions, none of them last. So joy isn't going to last. Just like anger and frustration isn't going to last. And so the point is to um, allow it to come. Observe it and allow it to go. And the more that we can learn how to not hold on to and struggle with whatever that thing is, the better off we are. The less suffering we experience, typically. So, if it's not sitting in what you are dealing with at the time until it changes, then is there something you can do to change your state? Maybe that's going outside for a walk. Maybe it's playing with your dog because they crack you up every time they try to jump on the couch and they run into the you know run into the bottom. Um, so you've got a couple of options there, but I just wanted to hop on today and talk about, you know, how to handle feeling overwhelmed. I personally feel quite frazzled right now with everything that I've got going on and all the transitions and adjustments and so I'm trying to remind myself as well to stop, slow down, think about what you're thinking, organize and optimize as well as come up with a plan of action. And I hope that that helps you. If it does, please let me know. If you switched it up or you came up with a different um, approach, I would love to hear about that too. Send me a DM on Instagram, a message on Facebook, or an email. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please make sure to do so. It does me a great deal, and it also shares this information with more people, especially if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So I will talk to you next time, Gems.